Fit like and welcome into the Fourth and Forever Podcast 2021 Mock Draft Spectacular. My name is Stuart Bothwell. His name is Darren Butter. And how's it going, Darren? It's going well. I'm struggling with spreadsheets, which is ironic considering my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, at least, uh, you're, you're, of course, you don't struggle with your spreadsheets for your job because you're a, a, literally a professional at that. But um, if I ever provide you with, I don't know, say something to aid you in your 2021 mock draft, it's like, ah, oh, I just can't, I can't get your head around it. No. <laughs> um, I have prefaced this mock draft by saying that I didn't agree that the college season took place at all. Um, so I haven't seen many of these players. Well, I kind of vetoed last season's college mm-hmm. season out of just general, come on, guys. <laughs> well, it, it, for, for for all intents and purposes, it somewhat went ahead. Uh, it's not to say it went ahead without a hitch, and there were people who just didn't play at all. There was varying circumstances around there, which makes this a, a, probably a bigger unknown than we've ever had before in the NFL draft, which obviously adds an element of uncertainty, but excitement to it as well. People are... Uh, talking up guys that a year ago we never heard of and people who were doing amazing last season kind of fell by the wayside or been overtaken. So, um, I mean, we're going to get stuck into this pretty quickly because it might might take a while. (laughs) So uh, Darren and I are going to flip a coin, an actual God-honest coin, uh, a New Zealand dollar nonetheless, which is something which is very difficult to come by around here these days. Not because we're poor, because we've gone cashless. Yeah, we've gone pretty much cash- cashless in this side of the world. So um, we are going to use that coin to decide who will pick first in our mock draft. We will then alternate teams back and forth until we have completed the first round. And then we'll just kind of talk it through. We, we have also said, and we're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants here, because literally two minutes ago we decided that we're going to allow trades if we agree. But there has to be some some serious um like discussion about it so we'll, we'll see how we go hopefully we won't delay too long so, a really quick question is uh-huh. iol internal offensive line uh interior offensive lineman yes yeah, so so, uh or not a or center probably who, who have you got who are you looking at there dickerson He's a center. Dickerson, I believe, is a center. Yes. Okay, cool. cool. Good job. (laughs) I think interior offensive lineman is pretty much center. I I, I don't think they class guards as that for whatever reason. All right, Darren, would you care to do the honors? No, you don't. All right, okay, I will do it. And call it while it's in the air. Heads. Tails. So So we did really decide that. Does that mean you're number one? Shit. You pick odds or evens. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So let's do let's do it again, right? <laughs> okay. So if you call it and you and you are correct, then you get first pick. If you call it and I am correct, then I get first pick. Okay. If I I'd rather say if I'm correct, I want odds. Uh. Wait, oh, okay. Okay. If you're correct, you want 
You want odds. Okay, cool, cool. Fair enough then. Also, for trades and stuff, it doesn't have to be your pick to uh, like propose a trade, I think. Should yeah. be good. Okay. okay, so if you get this correct, then you get odds. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can I... Can we... Um, do you trades early, or do we have to wait till the pick comes up? Um, probably, but for the sake of excitement, you might want to to wait. Okay. 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 Right. Okay. I'm just so being competitive now. if if this if this I have goes no in, idea who the players are, I'm just being competitive about the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Screw it. Like, I'll, I'll go for it. Whatever it's going to be. And so, what are you called? Heads. It is tails. So, cool. uh, that means that. I get odds? If you, or whatever ones you want. What do you want? Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if that's how that should work, but uh, uh, screw it. I'll, I'll go odds, um, which would mean uh, that I will be given the honor of the first overall pick. It's a Sam Ellinger. Yeah. In, the, <laughs> in the 2021 uh, Fourth and Forever. That's what, that's what we are, right? Um, mock draft. Until Mark Sanchez sues us. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's kind of uh, goes without saying. It's been determined long, long ago who is going to be taken with first overall pick in this draft. Um, it's just been the consensus ever since he was in high school, effectively. It's Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson. I don't think anyone else is even going to consider denying that. Oh. Is what it is. Like some people are still arguing for Zach Wilson, but it's just not going to happen, is it? No, so you have to go with Trevor. Yeah, let's let's not look into it too much. Lock it in, Trevor. Wil- Trevor Wilson. <laughs> Trevor Wilson and Zach Lawrence, uh, uh, like like flied uh, that one. It's uh, Jeff Goldblum style. Cool. cool. Okay, that that was easy. Let's not drag that one out too much. Okay. It's just it's the obvious pick. Everyone knows that's going to be it. We don't need to overanalyze. Cool. With the second pick, I choose Trevor, Trevor Lawrence's brother. <laughs> he was bigger than him somehow. Jamie Lawrence was there. <laughs> okay. That's right. No, with the second pick, the the Jets will select Zach Wilson, um, quarterback from BYU. Don't know if I necessarily agree, but they think he's got Baker Mayfieldy, Mahomesy traits, and they they're just going with what they think is the biggest upside. And I think the a team like the Jets just have to keep keep lobbing bombs until someone catches one really yeah i think um they've they've still got a lot of work to do around the organization and stuff but you have to take a swing on a quarterback and i think some people did actually put down zach wilson's comparison as sam darnold at times but i think as a a passer wilson just looks better he's he's more consistent he's he's a good athlete as well good good runner so um yeah he, he just had an excellent season at BYU and um, going to the Jets just makes sense. That's, again, another relatively consensus pick. I mean, people would probably be less surprised if uh, if someone else was <laughs> swapped out for, for Wilson rather than Lawrence, but it's what it is. And uh, now this is where the draft really starts with the third overall pick because San Francisco traded not quite a King's Ransom, but an awful lot in order to move up to number three. And everyone's saying it's got to be a quarterback. And some rumors were saying, seemingly most people were saying that all signs were pointing to Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama, who had an excellently graded season last year, but he's, he's throwing to 
Um, wide best, open receivers all the time. And the best wide receiver core in college history. Yeah. By draft position. Anyway. Yeah. But some of that does make sense. Because who schemes quarterbacks open more in the NFL? Sorry, receivers open more in the NFL than Kyle Shanahan. Which is why... With a third overall pick, oh my God. I am not taking Mac Jones, Darren. No, <laughs> I'm going for Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State University. Good. Um, yeah, I, the, the whole Mac Jones thing, I, I can see him being a success in the NFL, but uh, I just think that you don't overcomplicate things by thinking about Justin Fields here. He has been an excellent player. Uh, and a full-blown athlete as well. He is uh, a, a proper dual-threat quarterback. Uh, and he doesn't really have much of a weakness to his game, really. People talk about him maybe as a leader being a bit quieter, but you can you can cope with that. That's that's fine. Yeah, I think one of the issues that was that Ohio State had built this scheme where he didn't really need to work that hard. Mm-hmm. He, um, they wanted him to throw on his first read because there's a lot of picks and a lot of movement, so... Usually the first read is open, mm-hmm. but a lot of the assessors have said that you know he he did if he had to look to two or three he got there, mm-hmm. especially in the Clemson game, mm-hmm. which is the hardest defense you know you're gonna probably face, and he held his own against them. So I think he's he's not done anything other than be the next one after Haskins. In my opinion, I just think they think that Ohio State's a kind of cursed, like you know, cup and. Mm. And maybe that's an issue, and I don't think it's anything on him at all. There's no reason for him not to be the third. There's technically no reason why he shouldn't be the second year. No, there was there was more questions about the likes of Dwayne Haskins than there was about Justin Fields. Yeah, like like people just were never really fully convinced on Haskins, and they thought that he was a reach when he went to Washington. Um, but like everything I see of Justin Fields is just really really good like his pro day was out of this world you saw what he did to to Clemson in the um in, in the college playoffs he's um I think he's going to be excellent in that system I think he's going to be an instant hit if he goes there or it could be Mac Jones yeah okay and with the fourth overall pick back to you Darren and the Atlanta Falcons are on the clock cool um so with the evens, I have Carolina and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And with... you can propose a trade from anyone, by the way. So, okay. like, it doesn't need to be for it doesn't even need to be your team when it's on the clock or anything either. Just chuck if, a trade out there. If so you want. if Fields is gone, because your odds, mm-hmm. if Fields is gone, Detroit aren't moving out of that position. They may well be. Would you move out of that position if you're Detroit? You could do. If someone comes comes a call in and offers you the appropriate uh, offer, whatever Jimmy Johnson says as a burn. Jimmy um, Jimmy Johnson's thing is a little bit outdated yeah, these days, no. um, especially if you know there's the right value there for it. I I think from Atlanta, I'm not going to get enough from anyone to move. No, um, and I think a lot of teams will because people move. people know that well. In theory, people think that Atlanta aren't going to be taking a quarterback here. It's entirely possible that they could take someone like Trey Lance. Already gone. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, Um, with the fourth pick, Atlanta are taking Kyle Pitts from the University of Florida. The tight end only by name because he's just an absolute weapon. And um, 
yeah, he's listed at tight end, but he plays receiver. He play at the slot. He's so fast. He's big. Uh, he's got great hands. Uh, he's a he's a freak, and he's just a player that you do not see much of in the league. Like people were talking about Trevor Lawrence as a generational talent. Kyle Pitts might be a generational talent at tight end. Um, quote unquote tight end. Um, yep, yeah, he's um, in the same mold as the likes of Julio Jones and uh, Calvin Johnson. But has the awareness and the strength of Kelsey, which is yeah. uh, terrifying. So. When He's everyone's saying generational, you know, I think he's probably the, the number one sure thing in this whole draft. He is, he is a, a, a blue chip prospect, as they say. Uh, one of very few in this draft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, that was that. Was that. Uh, and after that, you have the Cincinnati Bengals on the clock. And, um, you know, there's talk that they could go a few different places here because, you know, they could do with protecting Joe Burrow. Uh, and then, you, so you have the likes of Panay Sewell there is the one that uh, people are penciling in an awful lot. But I think you've got to give him the weapons. And with it being Joe Burrow, what better player to give him than his former teammate at LSU, Jamar Chase? Um, potentially... Like certainly up there with Kyle Pitts as the the best receiving threat in the draft. He has just run round, like run rings around uh, cornerbacks for uh, the last few seasons, and um, just the consensus number one overall like weapon still available on the board. You've got to give it to Cincinnati. Nice. So making your quarterback happy but not healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you've got to go one way or another, and that, that receiving core is looking a little bit thin. I, I reckon the LSU connection will really help, but someone like Jamar Chase will be able to get separation uh, quickly, and if, even if he doesn't, you can throw it up to him, and he can go up and get it. Um, drafting Sewell would still make plenty of sense as well. No one would be upset with him for it, but, uh, yeah, with my pick, uh, Jamar Chase for me. I think if they've already got, is it Riley Reef? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they've, they've, they've got enough to improve. Them like a week ago. Yeah, so they they've must... improved the line, and, and uh, with Jonah Williams coming back, like that could really help things as well potentially. Um, and there's still the option of signing uh, some some veteran uh, guards and linemen out there at the moment. You have the likes of Alejandro Villanueva. Uh, if Mitchell Schwartz wants to come back or something like that, perhaps uh, they could get hold of him. Maybe he wouldn't want to for a team such as uh, the Bengals, but you know, it depends on. And what they're offering, which, you know, <laughs> historically is not very much, but who really knows? Cool. Okay. So we've gone to Miami. Mm-hmm. Now, Miami are difficult here because mm-hmm. they've traded up to this position, so they're not going to trade out of it. Um, They're going to... I mean, they might. <laughs> they move a lot of picks around. Yeah, no, they're, they're clearly sticking with Tua. So I think a lot of people have, you know, that the... um. This pick should be Devontae Smith or, um, mm-hmm. because of the connection and just you don't want to miss on a maybe a generational player. But I'm not going to go that way. I think you give the whole league the middle finger by turning oh. Laramie Tunsil uh-huh. into all those picks plus so. I think that's just ridiculously mm-hmm. well done by the general management. So. Yeah. Let's take Sewell here. Give Tua some left-sided protection. He's left-handed. Mm-hmm. So I think having a blue-chip left tackle is important mm. for Tua. 
Yeah, that's tackled Peninsula out of Oregon. Um, the guy's been playing at an incredibly high level uh, since since going into college. There's and they talk have the of the 18th pick to get a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, there's talk of um, if he was to get picked in a situation like this, he might move over to the other side. He might end up playing right tackle for a bit, but I guess it just depends on how he looks in camp and how other you know players, sometimes more established players, get to kind of stay where they are for a bit. But who knows how they plan on managing that? But um, yeah, I think you don't overthink it again with a player like Penesul coming into uh, that that position there. You just you got to start protecting uh, your your quarterback, and you've still got other picks in this draft, um, namely back at nineteen, where you could still pick up a really good, uh, a really good lineman. So why not do it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just realised I kind of messed up one of my picks back there as well, but I'll, I'll screw that around later on. Uh, right. Um, yeah. So uh, back over to myself, and that is the Detroit Lions on the clock. Do, do, do. Oh, there's some some noises coming down from uh, from the booth. What's that? The phone's ringing. Who's on the line there? That's John Elway. And uh, and Peyton. What's the guy's name? <laughs> George George Peyton, uh, the, the general the, manager of the, the Denver Broncos, yeah. and he is on the line to offer the Detroit Lions uh, the some first the Dem- Denver's first round pick plus things uh, plus Denver's second round pick. You don't need to tell us what the Jets are. Okay. But well, just a decent amount of stuff okay. that well, gets this done. Well, basically, they're going to offer them at least at least a second. a second. Potentially even a first next year if they get the opportunity to move up and take not, this guy that they want to do. for the fourth or fifth best quarterback. Come on. Well, hey, look, the, the Broncos are, are desperate. Like They've been talking about it for a while. That uh, like Drew Lock is working with Peyton Manning and all this jazz, and he's like going to get better. But I'm just I'm just not buying it. So my uh, my, my thought process here is that they will be trading their pick to the Denver Broncos. Sorry, I'm just actually going through this here just now. Uh, and the Denver Broncos in the seventh pick will take quarterback from North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Uh, and the Broncos have been considering trading up with the probably the previous three teams above them uh, in order to, to get to this position because they just they see all the tools from a guy like Lance and um, it just kind of makes makes sense for them. So I think they just go ahead and do it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trey Lance, like people kind of say that he is maybe a little bit more of a project, but he has all of these uh, intangibles and he's so athletic and he has a lot of zip on the ball when he needs to use it as well. Um, And it kind of reminds me of what people were talking about Patrick Mahomes previously. Like maybe not quite to the extent of the off-platform throws and things, but you've got to try and swing for something like this. Now, of course, it's not something that um, the Broncos are really used to doing. They've often been trading backwards, but that roster is really good. And it could just do, it could could just be that they just need a quarterback to get them over the hump. Now, whether or not a rookie quarterback can do that at this stage, I don't know. But I'm going to give it to them. Yeah, I think um, if you say, I actually think, Trey Lance is a one of one 
you know, everyone says his size and speed is just un, unheard of. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just go off of, if you're comparing tape to tape, mm-hmm. just look at what Wentz could have done if he hadn't got injured mm-hmm. with the Eagles. With the Eagles. That, that um, ability to, that size and the, the competition they played against in college and the, the translation of those kind of talents. Yeah. We've seen a North Dakota player come in and be productive mm-hmm. straight away. Yeah. So I don't see any reason why Trey Lance wouldn't be. The only thing that's an issue is that he didn't look very good in his first game of the season and mm-hmm. he didn't play again. So and he was, only he was throwing a wide open receivers a lot of the time as well. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a gamble, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think if you want, if you're Denver and you think you've got a will na- win now. You don't win any squad. prizes for resting on your laurels in this league. You have to, you have to take the risks. Uh, so as long as the price isn't too high, I can see the Broncos trying to trade up. If they don't, and they stay at nine, and someone like Mac Jones slips, will they pull the trigger on that? Perhaps. Wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. I'm like, if, if anyone's gonna be able to do it, like that wide receiving core that the Broncos have there, it, I, I think having someone like Mac Jones there would also help. So like, I wouldn't kill them for drafting Jones, but. I think the potential upside that you get from a player like Lance is uh, hard to pass up. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, moving on, and with the eighth overall pick, you have the Carolina Panthers, sir. <laughs> okay. Um, Panthers could go anywhere. Um, I don't think they're going to take Mac Jones. I don't think they're interested in Mac Jones. So if 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 the trade plays out that way in Detroit. Pips them to Trey Lance, then mm-hmm. you know you've kind of got to go best player available. Um, with the way they they just need to rebuild, they need to retool. They've got a decent line. They've got you know Lewin. They've got um, they've got players there. They can be productive. So I think just after losing Curtis Samuel and a couple of others, mm-hmm. just. I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced by their offensive line, to be honest. But um, and but they, you're I, not gonna at eight. You're not gonna pick one of these other linemen. I, I mean, I, I would. I would. My plan would have been to give them Rashawn Slater from uh, Northwestern. But uh, hey, I'm not the one drafting here. And uh, I, I, I see where you're where you're going, approximately. But there's a few options that you could be about to go for. So you pull the trigger, man. It's your your call here. Yeah, well, the pick with the biggest upside here, I think, if healthy is J.C. Horn. I think there's too much wow, risk, okay. risk in it, though. That's not where I saw you going, actually. Um, but so I think... I, I don't think, don't think just... J.C. Horn is good enough in, uh, in in zone, from what I've heard and what oh. I've seen. That's right. I'm just going to be straightforward and go with Jalen Waddle here. Okay. Ex- explosive wide receiver from yeah, Alabama. A little bit more size. Um and just a like for like, well, probably a better, an upgrade on Samuel. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I'm just just give Darnold a go. Just give him a chance. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that sounds good. I uh, I definitely understand why that is. You, you want to give him some weapons. And uh, a guy like Jalen Waddle, um, there, there's, there's a bit of a toss-up about who should be the next wide receiver off the board here. But like you say, I think with like Devonta Smith's um, size being a bit of a concern and some people who I've spoken to including uh, Mr. Andrew McConaughey friend of the show just believes that Waddle is the best wide receiver on that team and 
possibly even the best wide receiver in this draft, um, including Jamar Chase. Um, I guess it just depends on how you know, like what system you're put into, right? Like, but um, Waddle's a special talent. Again, very deep wide receiver draft, um, and I I wouldn't kill Carolina for going that way because they could use some wide receiver help, like I say. Be a really good compliment to uh, Robbie Anderson there, yeah. um, in New New York. Um, so yeah, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama, next off the board. I like it. Okay, which means that the Detroit Lions, who could do with help across the board, really, <laughs> just fold the team. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see them. Um, I mean, it would make sense to put a tackle in here, um, and I'm, I'm close to doing it because I like it. I've already said that I think Rashawn Slater is good. He is probably like valued up that way, but um, I want to stick with my original pick here, and I'm going to give them the other Alabama wide receiver that we mentioned there, in uh, in Devonta Smith. Um, so yeah, I, I mentioned what he's all about. He's a smaller wide receiver, but he's just he's just so quick. His uh, ability to get out of his breaks, his uh, his speed. His hands, he, he goes up to get it. He can be a contested catch guy, even at his size. Um, people are just kind of worried about, you know, how many hits you take. But he's never really had an injury history apart from uh, in the last game of the college season where he already caught over 200 yards receiving in the first half. Um, yeah, I, again, I just I wouldn't overthink it. Just give me a weapon like him and uh, see how we go. Okay. Also a chance to draft Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, next on the board would be your Dallas Cowboys. Just Slater went there, yeah, sorry. No, no, Devonta Smith, I Smith. guess. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I, ta- I talked about Rashawn Slater yeah. briefly. I was listening. But then he went in a tirade about uh, Devonta Smith, and now you don't overthink it. Yeah, I was reading the Dallas step chart. Um, okay, so Dallas are interesting because they've made moves I would not have made. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you were to go, we hadn't screwed up our free agency and our signings and just generally who we have on our team. I think here you take Parsons. Michael but, Parsons, linebacker at Penn State. Yeah. But they haven't traded Jalen Smith. They haven't dealt with Van Der Esch and they've signed Keanu Neal mm-hmm. in free For agency. The spot, yeah to kind of come in and do that Sean Lee role. So they technically don't need Parsons, technically. Mm. But I would say that Jalen Smith is probably the worst player in the league, or he was oh, last wow. year. He was, he was, so he was very bad. bad. Yeah, and um, that Browns game, just, he didn't know where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't even like the Browns were doing anything overly complicated. He just didn't know how to play linebacker anymore. And he's had a few injuries and he's come back, but... You know, they're sticking with it. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had the patience. He'd be gone. Um, so who are you going with then? Well, I think you go for most important position, best player, which will be, for me, Patrick Sertan yeah. at cornerback. Patrick Sertan the second. I don't uh, think a, a tackle makes any difference to the Cowboys at this point, so you've got to go with corner Sertan. Yeah, no, I think uh, Sertan is my pick there as well. Um it, it, it just makes makes too much sense. They've lost a lot in that defensive backfield um, over the last little while. 
and it was a real problem for them last season. Uh, the offense just couldn't keep up with the the, the really poor player that they had, uh, having you know missed likes of Byron Jones there, and uh, Patrick Sertan the second because his dad I remember watching play. Um, for the likes of the Miami Dolphins, and he was locked down. He was one of the best in the in the league. And um, Patrick Sertan, he just is really good. He doesn't give up anything deep. He might like you know let a guy get him underneath or whatever, but then he, he closes quickly. His recognition is excellent. Uh, for me, the number one cornerback in this draft. Nice. I'm glad mm. you agree. I do agree. Wow, we agree on something. Mm-hmm. Um, and next up after that is the New York Football Giants. Now there's a few options here because you know the Giants have some problems. Surprisingly enough, uh, they could do with defending, or sorry, protecting uh, Daniel Jones. And um, I previously didn't think that Rashawn Slater would go down this far, so that's given me some some food for thought. Uh, but you know, Micah Parsons is still there, uh, but also. Quizzy Pay, the edge rusher from Michigan, is there, and like I can just see them saying like you know we need to get some some pressure there because that they're just not not getting anything. They've got some some serious holes there, and I could see them looking at Quizzy Pay and saying like this could be the guy for us. But I don't know, my Michael Parsons is right up there. He is excellent. They could probably you know just do with getting someone. In there, they could do with the next Lawrence Taylor, which, now that I think about it, I think they just I think they just end up doing that. They they see Micah Parsons as being that next guy. Ah, uh, but then that ruins everything else for me here. Uh, nah, screw it. I'm going to stick with Quitty Pay. It's happening. Just lock it in. Don't don't care. Quitty Pay is going to the New York Football Giants. They need some some uh, some power and speed on the edge. And, um, yeah, I reckon he could be the one to give it to them. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, I am, if I am Philadelphia here, I am just... <sighs> You're Do just we... what? You can take your time and think about this if you want. <laughs> Part of me is like, you want to run and get that Slater pick in. Just mm-hmm. get it in and get him. But... You've got Dillard, and you think, and you've got Brooks. Is that his name? Who? The one that got Pablo's mine and tore his Achilles. Uh, Brandon Brooks. Brandon Brooks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a guard, Something and you've like got that. a left tackle. Technically, mm-hmm. Dillard was playing all over the place, which is probably why he got injured. Mm-hmm. But technically, a left tackle. Um, I think they just had injury problems a lot last year. They were really bitten by the injury bug um i think they give it one more year with hertz because if hertz is crap oh yeah yeah like, then then they'll get a good pick next year so mm-hmm. but they're also in a division where if he gets on a heater they might win the division mm. um so i think in this point you just go for the generational boy and take um uh, make a parsons yeah that's why i had to make a parsons um is just a a, a freak athlete um, I think is is fair to say, uh, linebacker at Penn State, and um, yeah, like they had a few places they could go here. They could perhaps go 
if they're feeling uh, like taking a bit of a risk, they could have gone with likes of Caleb Farley, really help out the, the cornerback spot. Uh, they could also do with some more wide receiving help because um, JJ Ortega Whiteside hasn't really helped out much there. Um, but yeah, you can't really say no to a guy like Micah Parsons who like was, was just on fire last season. Uh, the guy's a, guy's a monster. Yeah. So I understand it. I want to propose a monster trade here. Oh, oh, oh God, is this going to be really complicated? Um, I want to first. Trade... First of all, had you locked in this pick? Yeah, yeah. Micah Parsons is going to Philadelphia. That is done. It is locked in. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh darn. Okay, hit me. Okay. So my trade, if the the commissioner chooses to accept it, is mm-hmm. I want to trade swap picks between New England and Washington. Okay. New and England then I want to trade New England's nineteenth overall pick to Cleveland. Okay, hang on a second there. Could I, no, like, oh, it's not going to let me do it in this thing there. So hang on until you get to New England's to pick. Is, is New England the next next like The, the next, next one on that here. needs a quarterback, which is why okay, I want them to move. And you want to move them with... Back okay. to Washington's pick. Back to 19? Yeah. Okay. And... and then I want to move the 19th pick back again uh-huh. to the Browns. So the Browns get 19. Okay, okay. And then New England trade the 26th pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> the PFF mock draft simulator doesn't allow this, Darren, but all right, okay. Fine, fine. Does that make sense, though? Okay, so... Washington get to take Mac. Okay. New England get to go back and get Jimmy for less, and they get to pick up assets and rounds that they're better at picking up. Okay, so what do what are Washington giving New England to move up to 15, then? A second round this year and a third round next year. I think there's not that much in it to... New England have some, some, some depth they want to go for this. So, like, you see New England moving back even further than this to take Jones? No, to trade for Jimmy. Okay. Because the 49ers okay. want a first rounder, but they don't okay. want... To give the 12th pick for... I, I see. Okay, cool, cool. I get but then it. the Cleveland Browns need... The only need the Cleveland Browns have is probably not going to be available if they stay at 26. Okay. I mean, I think it might. Like, I had... Uh, I, I actually managed to fill your need uh, in my uh, draft that I did myself there. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the, like, the way this is going, who really knows? Obviously, you value linebackers better than I do. Um, in the meantime, before we get to that pick... And I've just uh, moved out my HDMI cable. There we go. Um, I have the Los, An- Los Angeles Chargers yeah, on the be. clock. And having let him drop this far, I-, I had a different tackle going here, but you've got to give some protection to to your boy back in the in the backfield there. And they draft the, the next best thing to Panay Sewell in the form of Rashawn Slater. The, the Chargers have just always perpetually been in need of... Uh, offensive line help, and you just got you just got to take what you can get here. If if there's a chance to go for Rashawn Slater with your first round pick, and then you get someone else have happens to to fall to them in the second round, I think you just double down. You might get someone the likes of um, uh, oh, what's what's the guy out of what's his name? <laughs> like maybe even the likes of uh, Walker Little. There's uh, Elijah Vera Tucker of uh, USC there as well. There's, there's a chance that they might be able to double up there, and it certainly would not surprise me if they did that. Uh, they 
could do with some cornerback help as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a swing on someone like uh, uh, Caleb Farley or, or JC Horn if you like him. But yeah, don't overthink it again. Just get a tackle. Yeah. All right. And with the next pick, the Minnesota Vikings, who need help all over the place as well. Um, they've got so many concerns. Yeah. Um, and but and they drafted a whole bunch of uh, receivers, uh, um, cornerbacks last year. And they sort of kind of semi-worked out, but not well enough, is yeah. my perspective on this. But where, am, where have you got them going? I have them going for a tackle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they need one, because they've been Bradbury's rubbish, and they've just... Not, okay, not yeah. filled that need and protect that quarterback. Just gotta give you just want to protect as, your boy. Just gotta give cousins as much time as possible. Yeah, for the, so for the one more decision. season that he's gonna be there. Yeah. Yeah, and if you build that and you get a first round tackle, then next year when you're picking second overall, you can pick a quarterback. And <laughs> you him. Okay, so in that case, Darren, which tackle have you got the Minnesota Vikings taking? I'm it's like I like the boys that played for Oklahoma and Stanford because that's who they played for. Mm-hmm. But I think um, PFF had, they took Darashaw here, mm-hmm. but I think they had a massive fight about it. So I'm not... <laughs> well, I had, I had, I had Darashaw going the uh, pick before this to Chargers initially. So. so would he be a good fit? To to me, just he's, he's the next best tackle on the board um, by... Potentially a long way, but it, it, there's See, there's other guys. School, school matters to me so much. Like yeah. having um having an award winning um lineman from Oklahoma there, mm. but then Oklahoma play a different style of football. Their quarter, their quarterbacks move around a lot more than yeah than um than Cousins does. So I yeah. think I think someone like if if who you're talking about here, are you talking about um. Jenkins. Uh, Te- Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, like he is a nasty, nasty tackle as well. He uh, he just gets a hold of guys and just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. He's got some some highlights. This, this nasty one, guy, but I I I this draft just there. doesn't have the tackles that were the last year's tackles mm. were like superstars. Mm. We knew who Jedrick Wills was. We knew who Turfs was. We knew who um you you watched a lot more football last yeah, year, though, Darren. So this is right. Mm. Um, I think we just don't take it too. You know, seriously, I'll go Darashaw here. Yeah. He's the next one. He was, Christian yeah, Darashaw. They can, they can make that work. Tackle, Virginia Tech. Not going to get fired for taking Darashaw. No. Not going to win any awards, perhaps, but yeah. you're not going to get fired. It makes sense. It is a, it is a drastic need, and uh, they needed to fill it. Christian Darashaw, tackle, Virginia Tech, to the Minnesota Vikings. Right, okay, now... This Let is really up thing. to you because you're the you're the odds. I see. I see you doing it because you're wanting to. You're wanting to get them that value, so you see them trading all the way back, picking up picks along the way, and then making Jimmy G effectively their their first round pick. But they've got way more value for it. Yeah. Okay. So. But that that's kind of um, it's all weighted. The way I've done it on the fact that if do you think if Washington traded to fifteen to take Mac Jones, because mm. they've only got fits. Yeah, it is entirely possible, but I, I don't know. Like for some reason, I I don't fully see Jones working in Washington. Yeah, okay. but so there but I I understand could... that I understand where you're coming from here. They might think that it's maybe worth doing it because having someone well, this like is where they took Haskins. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So is it worth taking a flyer on, or is there another team that could swap? Let's do it, Darren. Let's Ah. just let's do it. Screw it. We're not going to think about it too much. I think that that is is something that could feasibly happen. That's what I would do. Um, I I mean, I don't want Mac Jones. I don't want any of other quarterbacks. If I'm if I'm New England, I'm getting as many picks as possible. Maybe take an Ellinger, a Trask. Actually, I think maybe one one thing a spanner that might throw in the works here is. Who between New England and Washington is going to look at drafting a quarterback feasibly? Or could Washington at this point wait it out? Because they might say, well, Las Vegas aren't going to do it, but they might. Well, someone might jump up as well. Yep, someone else might jump up and go for it. Because you've got Chicago just right behind them there as well. Yeah. Chicago might be one that could do this, actually. Okay, let's do it with Chicago. Okay, yep, okay, let's, let's do that. It I think that makes sense. more sense. Yeah. Because Chicago might want to jump ahead of, of Washington. So, yeah, cool. Let's do it. So, the Chicago Bears trade the 20th overall pick to the New England Patriots. And, and if you are Bill Belichick, you can milk Ryan Pace <laughs> for as much as you want. Because mm-hmm. he is useless. So, Belichick getting whatever he wants. Yeah. Okay, for the sake of this, uh, Chicago Bears are going to give up their entire draft. <laughs> 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 This is all we're not drafting into the second round or anything here. Because, uh, yeah, that would be Don't awkward. Don't be surprised if PFF just blocked you right there. Yeah, I, I've got a feeling that I'm not going to need to click on this little button down here that says force this trade. <laughs> um, it's still going to be graded really badly. Not for, not for the Patriots now, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm not going to deal with it. But, yeah, so the Chicago Bears have traded all the way up to pick number 15 because they want to do what exactly, Darren? Um, take Matt Jones. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm just putting this in here, Chicago. That's uh, any via uh, Chicago. Blah, 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 blah. And they will check, take, they will check, they will Cheek. probably choke, uh, but also take quarterback Mac Jones from Alabama. Now, of course, Mac Jones, uh, greatest PFF single season grade uh, that they've ever had from a college quarterback. But he was throwing to wide open receivers all the time. The best wide receiving core that's ever been effectively in college football. Um, he was protected all the time, but he was still good. You can't necessarily hold that against him. The one knock that is being put on him right now is that he does not look like the other quarterbacks. He is he's the, the, the dad bod, as some people are putting it down as. Uh, all the people are saying, oh, he's Tom, Br- Tom Brady 2.0. I'm like, worst, you simmer down. The worst pro day. Yeah. Did not do well in his pro day. Yeah, and that that is the one thing which would make me think that New England would be just happy to say, well, at this point, we've not managed to trade up to get one of the other quarterbacks. I'm not entirely convinced by Mac Jones. They might just be happy just to roll in with Cam Newton next season and, um, and just see where that takes them. Yeah. Because they're they've signed a whole lot of other players, so sure, why not? And um, yeah, Chicago Bears are in desperate need of a quarterback. They take a swing on a guy that uh, that could do it for them. Um, otherwise, I would have had um, actually. What did I have them going for there? Mm, yeah, I, yeah. No, actually, I had them taking Mac Jones with the twentieth overall pick. I didn't have them needing to move up, but if there's the threat of something else happening there. They might want to do it, especially jumping above Washington. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. Cool. Um, moving on. And the 
Arizona. Yeah. Actually, hang on a second. That was that was my pick, technically. I know. That's why but... I said you could, you could veto it if you wanted. No, no, no. I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, um, okay. Um, in that case, uh, back to you again for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they've got some, some pretty severe needs on the interior defensive line, uh, as well as cornerback, perhaps. Um, maybe need a tight end, but I don't think you'd go for the likes of Pat Freermuth at this stage in the game, would you? Yeah, unless you're taking, um, you're overpaying to get Farley, or you know maybe maybe this depends. Is exactly Christian right. like Caleb Farley could be the biggest draft steal, or he might never play a draft down in the NFL. It's a it's a difficult one. Yeah, because he's got say, back injury for for those who are uh, not in the know about Caleb Farley, but he is probably the best like athletic massive cornerback you can get in in the draft this year. I think you don't overthink it, and we go with the school and the name, and we take Christian Barmore. Yeah. Oh, man, you're just reading off the same hymn sheet as me today. It's nice. Uh, Christian Barmore, defensive interior from Alabama. Um, the consensus, oh, like my SEC. Yeah. Uh, consensus uh, best defensive interior uh, player that there is. Uh, by, a, by a long, long way. I don't think I have anyone... Uh, really anywhere near my draft board for the defensive interior. You have to scroll down a long way in order to find someone else there. Um, maybe Alan McNeil from North Carolina State's the only one that um, is popping up on PFS big board here, but he won't uh, won't be the one to go there. So yeah, I guess just makes sense. They had some serious problems through there. Barmore, he can be disruptive. Um, he can like, like contribute in all facets of the game. Uh, so yeah, makes sense. Cool. Cool, let's go for it. Um, then the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, who have we got going on here? So they need a tackle. They need a guard. They need a cornerback. They need safety help. Would they they could also just... do a wide receiver? Because of course they, they could. lost the Could you just let me finish? Okay. <laughs> Aguilar. Like, Agbonlohar. Agbonlohar. Is that Gabby Agbonlohar? Is he back playing? <laughs> now, he was, he was a, a speedster back in the day. Um... Uh, really great in uh, in pairs, um, but I don't know. I I can definitely see them going for the likes of Rashad Bateman. Yeah, uh, I, I think he would be a, a great addition to that team. But I just think that Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State, the tackle, just screams Vegas to me. Like he he just screams Raider. He's a nasty player, like big guy, offensive lineman. Uh, I, I was going to have him potentially even go into Miami in the pick after this if they didn't take a tackle uh, earlier on. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give them Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Um, it would be difficult for them to pass up speed, so if the likes of Jalen Waddell uh, did fall down this way, it wouldn't surprise me to see them get him. Uh, he's who I actually initially had them picking um, after a bit of a, a fall for him. But yeah, likes of Rashad Bateman makes sense to me. Rondell Moore wouldn't surprise me either. Um, he's a, a, another total freak. But um, yeah, Tevin Jenkins, nasty, nasty man. Go watch his highlight reel. It's just kind of hard to say for, for most tackles, but yeah, nasty guy. Nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. All right, and uh, next up after that, it's back to the Miami Dolphins, Darren. So, because we took Sewell at six in mm-hmm. our universe, um, 
for me it's kind of if we hadn't taken Soul and we'd taken Waddle or Smith, then I'd probably go Aguilaria here, as he's like the edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, as he's Aguilari, uh, yeah. yeah. But I think we have to, and for me it's a toss up because I only know them by by reading about them, but um, mm -hmm. either Bateman or more here. Okay. And let's just go for the more higher rated one. Let's go for Bateman. Okay, so you're going to give them Rashad Bateman, uh, wide receiver out of Minnesota, and yeah, like I I totally get that as well. Rashad Bateman, he gets off the line like no other. Uh, he's just got this ability to make guys miss real quick off the line, um, and I I reckon that is something that if you can give if you can get guys like him open in space early. That's really going to help the likes of Tua feel more comfortable in that offense. You've given him the tackle to protect his backside. Now uh, give him a weapon to help him slap some others. Yeah, I get it. I like it. I like it. I, I like anyone who's getting Rashad Bateman uh, at this point in the draft. I think um, he'd be uh, an excellent addition to pretty much any any team. And you do have a bunch of teams that need wide receivers at this point in the draft too. Yes. Cool, cool. So, uh, at this point then, we have the Washington football team. Uh, I hope we didn't say that previous, the other word wrong previously, did we? I think I we, know, we just said Washington. Yeah, Washington probably, that's good. The Washington um, Fitzpatrick. The Washington Fitzpatrick team, um, who might not even bother changing their name anymore. They might just continue going with this, apparently. I'm not entirely right. sure about that branding. But yeah, Washington Monuments is what we will forever know them as. Um, and so with them being unable to get the likes of Rashad Bateman, there's no there's no Mac Jones left out there anymore as well. They, they, they've got a few holes to fill. I don't know if wide receiver is really one of them. I like McLaurin. I like what they've done with the kind of picking up. It, wide receiver here wouldn't be mm. where I invested this asset. Mm -hmm. Not in such a wide receiver heavy draft. I, I get that, and like you know, they've they've invested in Curtis Samuel, but he's not exactly the the greatest player at, at the position. So I see it, but like as a as a second receiver, he might be able to step up, especially yeah. if he's being given the opportunities by Ryan Fitzpatrick, which he undoubtedly will. Yeah, it's a bit more um, than... yeah. Um, I don't know. I think given some of their needs, uh, I can maybe see them. And like, given the way that this is going to go now. Oh wait, did you want to do any further trades or anything? By the way, was that what you were planning um, to do? No, I'd, if if you're gonna go where I would go, for what I'm thinking, then it's too late mm -hmm. for that team. Mm -hmm. Well, that's yeah. That, that was the point where I was like, oh, do I do I do that? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I think given the value that they've got around there, I reckon it would be hard for them to pass up uh, JOK. Jeremiah Owusu Koramoa from uh, Notre Dame, linebacker. Um, yeah, yeah, this just... is why I did the trade with Washington and not with Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well then. So my trade was going to be New England trade back to Cleveland so Cleveland can get the mm -hmm. best linebacker available and not have to pick up the scraps because that's the only position that Cleveland so need to fill. you were really doing it for, for your yeah, benefit. Yeah, but I think it made sense. <laughs> it made sense because... Like well, that, think, that that would have to be Cleveland would have to instigate that then. Yeah, and so it'd have to go the other way around, probably. Yeah. So it'd either be Cleveland give up a lot and come all the way up. They to, would have to give up an awful lot in order to do that. Come all the way up to um fifteen, which they don't need to. Yeah. But if they were coming up to twenty, 
mm. to get JOK, then that's a different story. Yeah, like at this point, I, I wanted to to leave him out there and maybe get him to go for a tackle or something like that, but the, the value just doesn't seem to be there. Um, yeah, for for what for what else is left out there, I don't think anyone else can go any other way. It's it's JOK, who yeah. is another another freak. He's like the same same sort of mold as uh, Michael Parsons, um, perhaps just a, a, a light version, but like really. Uh, you know, swift, quick. He like he's got the closing speed that you want from a Cleveland Browns linebacker, mm. but he's not going to be a Cleveland Browns linebacker according to us. He goes to Washington. Next up, so here, New England. Yeah. So this really depends on. Do you think, um, San Francisco would take the second rounder we picked up from Chicago and take two second rounders for Jimmy, or do? New England have to trade back again in the first round. Mm. Is it the the value of the pick or is it the name yeah. of the pick? They were looking for a first rounder. Um, I guess it depends on how far back in the first round. I mean, to be honest, I think the first rounder is just kind of a hands off, really, because yeah. they they kind of want to roll with Jimmy G for this season and let their other quarterback develop behind him, and then just kind of maybe let him walk. They're happy to do that, I think. But if they were to get someone come forward with a first rounder, they'd say, okay, we'll roll with Fields. Um, just because of the potential value that you could get there. But the longer it goes on, the less likely it is that they would accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's not the two teams that would maybe trade with New England here need line everyone needs linebackers. Mm. Are the ones that I'm seeing. Yeah, and there's not many left really. So unless um Jacksonville could... traded up to get more or to get a better like weapon you, you they could like new england could shop that pick and maybe get someone want to trade up for uh, a wide receiver if they might like elijah moore out of uh, Ole miss or uh, terrence marshall jr from lsu um so let's let's do you do it man i'm, I'm putting it on your plate okay so i'm gonna say that um new england uh, green bay a new england swap so okay. that Green Bay can take more okay. and make Rodgers happy Elijah for Moore, five okay. minutes. Okay, so Green Bay is 29th overall pick to New England. Uh, let's give them a second and... Uh, I, I think that's a big reach to go for Elijah Moore at that stage, but yeah, let's do it. Okay. Why not? Why not? It somehow miraculously happens. Uh, oh, surprise, surprise. Uh, it was not accepted by the PFF mock draft simulator, but uh, I'm forcing it anyway. It's happening. Uh, so now, on the clock, we have uh, the Green Bay Packers. And you have them taking... Oh, I could really piss off um, everyone. Mm-hmm. And take... Oh, you, you, you can take Rondale more? Or Elijah Moore. Because I would go Rondale. All day I would go Rondale here. Or even JC Horn. Yeah, they could do uh, with a, really a person to pair on the other side. From, uh, <laughs> really annoying. All-star cornerback. Yep. Um, what are you, you going to do then? Do it, man. Whatever you want to do. It's your call. No, let's put let's let's take what, what you said. Let's give them um, Rondale. Rondell Moore to the Green Bay Packers. I do like it. I do, I do, I do. So I had uh, Moore slipping to them 
if the 29th pick overall, but um, I'm pretty everyone with coming that. up need to wide receivers. Oh, so okay, right, okay, so how do I do this? GB, uh, got New England, Chicago, and I put that in brackets there, and then this one here, and then that one is actually any, and then that, 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 that. Okay, cool, it's done. Rondell Moore is now off the board, and we go to the Indianapolis Colts, and oh, they could do with some help at wide receiver as well, but the big talk that's been going on over there is that they need a tackle. They need someone else out there to, to really shore up that outside just so they don't have to kick their all-star guard out effectively. So um, I've been hearing, hearing pretty good things about uh, Dylan Redunds, I think is how you say his name, from uh, North Dakota State. Um, he's probably the, the next tackle that I think has like a little bit of legitimacy about him. There's... Like some people are saying uh, uh, Walker Little from Stanford, but people kind of say also that he never really went up against much uh, in that conference. So, yeah, I'm going to give them uh, Dylan Reddance, uh tackle North Dakota State because they just need to take uh, um, an offensive lineman. Again, not thinking about it too much. Next up, Tennessee Titans, and they have some needs. Uh, offensive line all across the board effectively wide receiver could do with a cornerback since they let Dory Jackson walk mm. what are you thinking well if it was me um, which it is in this case yeah, I'd be looking at Jolari mm -hmm. um, to partner because you you paid the wrong player in <laughs> Getting Bud Dupree, who needs help, mm -hmm. so you'd probably want to give Bud Dupree help, but that's not how it will play. Um, yeah, I think you've got bigger problems than, than yeah, Edge, personally. I think it's either, um, probably either Walker Little or Vera Tucker. Oh, okay, that's okay. kind of where I'm at. Or JC Horn are kind of the three, three players I'd pick, but I think. You're not thinking about any any sort of wide receiver help. You've lost Corey Davis and uh, Adam Humphreys for the I course of this. I think you can get it later. Okay, okay. You like the value in this wide receiver draft? Go for it then. Who are you going for? Um, it's a toss up between Vera Tucker and Dickerson, and Vera Tucker's higher higher rated, so let's go Vera Tucker. Okay, so you're going for Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. The tackle out that way. Um, guard, and yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't hate it uh, because they do need need help there. I think um, they can sign a, a tackle, but getting a first round guard is probably mm. a bit higher. I think that's a harder thing to hit on. Mm. Pers personally, I, 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 I think that they should pursue the likes of Mitchell Schwartz and use this on uh, wide receiver, the likes of uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. But yeah, I, but I understand where you're coming isn't, from. A, isn't an edge tackle. He's a no, he's guard. guard. So. Um, um, no, I thought he's a tackle, isn't he? No, he's an interior lineman. No. I, th no, I thought he was tackle. But... Okay, whatever. Anyway, he's there. Okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe my wrong then. Um, right, okay. In that case, moving on. And the New York Jets have their second pick in this draft. And, uh, yep, they have some problems too. Now, given the nature of their needs... Um, you can't go Farley if you're the GM of the Jets, because you'll... It's, yeah. it's a risk, but it's, it's one that I might be willing to take. Because Caleb Farley, if he 
can be fit, and this back problem might not be that big a back problem. Yeah, but if he's injured and Wilson is rubbish, you are gone if you're Joe Douglas. Mm. There's no way you stay. Yeah, like, I would probably give them something a little bit safer, perhaps an edge rusher like Jason Owe, uh, or maybe Greg Newsom at, at cornerback. Nah, I like him too much. Uh, I'm going to give them uh, Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Someone's going to get fired. <laughs> or someone is uh, just like you know going balls to the wall here. Caleb Farley. At least like you've got you got two two picks in this first round. You may as well go for something like this. I think so. Um, if it's not going to be him, and there's you know someone, there's not someone else in there to to plonk on the line. I think cornerback's probably the, the next most valuable position after quarterback in this league these days. Yeah. So, yeah, putting him in. I'm about to break the PFF hearts, by the way. I'm about to break. Okay. Because um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers, good run last year, had moments and then kind of fell apart. Um, you're not doing anything. Where is he going? With the backs they had. Okay. Um. So with this pick, I'm oh, taking yeah. Travis Etienne. Oh yes, yes, a running back in the first round, and um, strangely enough, I was listening to the uh, PFF podcast recently, and I think like Sam Monson did say, like we don't think that anyone should ever take a running back in the first round anymore. Like, is the NFL just completely moving away from it and like realizing that it makes no sense to do it? But there's certain teams that would do it. And I think he said that the Pittsburgh Steelers would be one of those teams. Pittsburgh are in need of getting bums on seats and getting a bit of excitement, and it's not happening with McFarlane and Benny Snell. So mm. get them Travisetti in here. Give them give half back them, from Clemson. Give them a good player for Roethlisberger to hand off to. And to be honest, in the they like they want they want that because they saw Big Ben throwing for seventy odd attempts in yeah. the in the playoffs against the Browns and just being um, like, nah, you got to have someone else in the backfield. And to be fair, they. They're in a division where everyone else has a running back. Mm. Some team, some teams in that division have five: <laughs> Ravens and you know Hunt and Chubb, and then Mixon. So I think they need to, they just need to secure that position. I think it's too important in the AFC North. If you say it makes so, makes a big difference. If you say so, um, I I would still have given them an, an offensive lineman there. Uh, the, like this, but there's not I suppose there's not much available there perhaps you go walk you a little the blue chip halfback over the eighth lineman but you don't need a really good halfback there and you could probably still get someone who's good a little bit, a little bit later if on if Etienne is good they're securing him for five years okay but like, do you not technically reckon, seven if they wanted to So do you not reckon that by the time it comes round in the second round they're going to get an opportunity at like Najee Harris Michael Carter or Javante Williams. I don't care. Okay. There <laughs> I we go. Want it's fine. Okay. Done. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Sir. Also, if they get it wrong, it doesn't matter to me because I support their rivals. Okay. <laughs> you you want to get this wrong. Um, okay, so the Jacksonville Jaguars got this pick from the Los Angeles Rams uh, when they traded away Jalen Ramsey. And um, I don't know, at this point, in terms of finding value at a position of need, and like you don't necessarily draft for need, but they could really do with, uh, with some help back at safety. But they could also do with getting a wide receiver, and maybe someone like Elijah Moore might like help with that. Because like, you've got a pretty good receiving core there, right? But 
if you give Trevor Lawrence more weapons, perhaps that helps more. I don't know. I, I would want to give them a tackle. Uh, but, yeah, no, nah, let's do it. I was initially going to talk about giving them uh, Trevon Morig from TCU at safety. But, um, yeah, I think they've got to go likes of Walker Little here from Stanford. Just take, take a swing on a tackle. Try and, try and hope that that's going to be the guy that's going to keep Trevor upright for his entire career if they can. Do it, walk a little. Tackle Stanford. Okay, uh, and next up is the Cleveland Browns, uh, who I initially gave JOK after a bit of a slide in the draft. Where are you wanting to go now, Darren? Because I know that your thoughts on this were just that you, you basically needed need. a linebacker, and that was it. So the next guys all we have on the list you have the likes of Zavin Collins who I think will probably be one of your better picks um I yeah. think so we don't need if Grant Delpit what Grant mm -hmm. Delpit was a better um player in college than Morig was mm -hmm. um and he's coming back so we don't need a safety um I think I don't know if Anthony Walker is enough at linebacker mm. I think you have to go linebacker here I and think I, that makes sense I'm just gonna go with I you know he knows more than me, so Mel Mel Kiper had them taken. <laughs> Mel Kiper, seven Collins, seven Collins, seven yeah. Collins. So I'm going to take Collins. Yeah, I, I I see that as well. I would have um, traded up for JOK, but you know, yeah, it's it's going to be expensive, and yeah. it didn't fall that way in our draft. Yeah, I, re I reckon if um if if JOK is still available in in the twenties, then maybe Cleveland try and jump up just in case someone plans to nab him. I know it's ridiculous, but. At this moment in time, Andrew Berry is kind of pitching a point eight game. Mm -hmm. He's literally made every decision, nearly every decision mm -hmm. right so far. And I'd be willing to really throw some capital. If you know you're going to be good, mm -hmm. if you know that you're going to be picking in the late 20s for the next four years, mm -hmm. I'd give one of my, other, my next firsts to get Parsons. Mm-hmm. I would have. I'd throw everything to try and get a blue chip linebacker because it's literally the only position that we really need a player. Mm. Um, we have a good punter. We have a good kicker. We have good receivers. You like, just. You just today. Not quite breaking news, but you signed Jadavion Clowney today for a one-year, ten million dollar yeah. contract. So you imagine getting a blue chip linebacker to go behind. And if that, if that works out well. Clowney then... is probably the best run blocking edge rusher, or the best. You know, he's one of the best at the play action mm -hmm. in the league. Um, he doesn't get the sack stats because that's yeah. what he's better at. Um, so yeah, I would probably have given up more to to try and get two Parsons. Um, but yeah, let's go for Zayvon Collins here. Cool, I get it. Zayvon Collins, linebacker from Tulsa, next best linebacker option on the board. Effectively, uh, you could also argue for Nick Bolton from Missouri, but um, yeah, no, Zayvon Collins is the one that a lot of people are kind of saying is the next best thing and it, it, it makes sense at this spot you need that left to right speed when you've got to play against um burrows and and lamar yeah for the next five years absolutely and uh so now speaking of lamar the baltimore ravens are next on the board and they could do with uh like some wide receiver tackle and edge rusher um but I don't know it's kind of hard to say but I'm I'm looking between a couple of guys here and like, since he's still on the board, uh, miraculously, uh, I reckon I've got to go for Jason Noe, edge edge defender from uh, Penn State. 
Uh, I did also consider uh, Aziz Ojolari. Um, you could maybe argue for the likes of Jalen Phillips from Miami. Um, maybe even go for the likes of Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU. Oh, God, now that I see him, he's there. I'm like, ah. Oh. Nah, I think they're they're missing too much on uh, on the outside there now. I'm, I'm just going to give them uh, Jason Owe. It's happening. Uh, Jason Owe, edge defender of Penn State, going to the Baltimore Ravens at number 27. And next up, we have the New Orleans Saints. No longer with Drew Brees at quarterback, but is... Um, Jameis Winston, the guy going forward, do they do they swing on a on a quarterback this high, Darren, or do you go for do you for Davis Mills, Kellen Mond at this point in the game, or do you say, nah, there's a not more a value to be had out there? Yeah, not a chance. Um, I think New Orleans they've retooled adequately. You know, they they um. They get their their long distance runner. They've got um, Thomas. They've they've got players at wide receiver that can do a job, and they can pick up players later in the draft for that. So, um, if we say that linebacker is probably not a key thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of aiming between Asante Samuel Jr. Mm-hmm. and because yeah. I think he'll fit them very well. Yeah. He's from that area. And it's, yeah, another um, another guy whose dad played in the NFL, like yeah. even more recently than Patrick Sertan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I would be looking at cornerback here as well. I think but then it's there's also J.C. Horn, so I don't know. J.C. Horn, Greg Newsom II, uh, Asante Samuel Jr. I, I think if, if anyone's going to fall, uh, there's, a, there's a chance. Like I would say it would be either Horn or Samuel. Uh, I think Newsom is probably your, your most nailed on. But yeah. I'm going to go Samuel, I think. He'll fit New Orleans very I, well. Yeah, I, I, I don't hate that at all. Uh, I think uh, he's got incredible recognition. Uh, he's just he's a handy-looking player. Yeah, cool. I'll give it to him. So we're prefacing that this pick is now San Francisco's. Okay, uh, San Francisco? Yeah, okay, no. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, give me a second now. I just need to do some work here. Sante Samuel Jr. Cornerback. Okay, from Florida State, I believe he was. And yeah, okay, so now they will just uh, trade. So the New England Patriots are trading the 29th overall pick to the San Francisco 49ers for Jimmy G. James Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So the prodigal son returns, uh, as the saying goes, and I think that that is the most Patriots thing to do it's just it, it makes sense it's the one guy that if he gets injured want... or he's rubbish then they'll be picking really high next year mm, mm. I'd rather get the second best next year than the, the only or thing... have a chance of actually doing something the only thing that would make me think that they might not do this is Cam Newton went back there because he was probably going to be assured that he would be the starter yeah, Cam, he's only getting like 1.5 mil if they <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's a bit more than that this season but yeah I get it Okay, so yeah, so now it is the San Francisco 49ers. God's sake, I've got. Oh, yeah, yeah, SF. You can just pick it with Patriots on this one, don't you? Unless you're going to share it. Uh, yeah, I'm probably going to share it, so just give me a second there. So okay. whilst I'm fiddling about here, uh, who have you got them trading is... with? Oh, sorry, sorry, who have you got them picking up? Well, this is your pick. So. Oh, okay. 
right, fair enough then. So it's my pick. Yeah, uh, damn. Up all your picks. Oh my god. What's do you want to do a second round next week so that we can make it up? No, it's all right. I got this. I got this. <laughs> um, right. Let me see. So I'm guessing they're not going to bring back Richard Sherman. Um, they let a couple of cornerbacks walk, really. Uh, they could do with some some more um, some some more help on on offense. Maybe they might get uh, another wide receiver to play with for Kyle Shanahan. But uh, I think oh boy, Naquan. Let's not uh, let's not think it as well. Um, let's give them JC Horn. Okay. Okay, he's uh, he's he's dropped this far down. Uh, if he if he hits, he's going to hit really well. Also, another guy whose dad played in the NFL, Joe Horn, and he did not retire that long ago in my mind. I think he's only about forty two or something. So uh, in- incredible. But yeah, let's just give him J C Horn. Um, a, f- a few more questions about him, but maybe consensus third or fourth best corner in the draft. I think if you uh, come out injuries draft with. Um, all you've had to give up is Garoppolo and you've mm. got Fields and Horn I think you'd be pretty happy mm. okay I think that's fair um, alright then in that case next on the board is the Buffalo Bills and they could probably do with some help in that uh, defensive line these days and maybe a corner too yeah the um, there's a clear like best player available but you know, the Buffalo, so much of Buffalo's system is determined by how much they love, like Milano and mm-hmm. their safeties, and they're not going to mess with that. Mm-hmm. So I think Morig is our biggest faller here. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. And if he goes to Tampa, <laughs> that would be really bad. For they, they, could do, they could probably do with something like that. Um, it really help them. I think just... To be like super straightforward and just kind of set it up, I think you go with Newsom here. I think mm. I he's I think he can learn with Norman and um Tredavious. and if he's better than Norman, he's an upgrade and he can come straight in. Yeah, it seems to me like a good solid pick. Is like go, going this far down, it's it's fair. Um, yeah, but they could easily fall. The cornerbacks could fall oh, yeah, yeah. if there's a run on tackles, which everyone's kind of predicting. Then the... There's that, that top-end depth, but then there's like that big drop-off shortly thereafter. Because um, like once once he's gone, you've not really got and much else at all. The lad that went to Detroit last year didn't really help the cornerbacks, did he? No, no, he did not. Um, third overall pick. Um, but, yeah, no, um, I think uh, Newsom will, will fit in quite nicely in Buffalo. Um, it sometimes seems to take a little bit of time for cornerbacks to uh, to find their feet in the NFL these days. But um, yeah, I think he's in a, a good enough group to really kind of help him develop there. Makes sense. Yeah. Cool. All right then. And uh, after that, it is the Kansas City Chiefs who could do with anyone on the offensive line, really, um, as well as uh, maybe someone on edge. Are they someone who could trade up to get an offensive lineman? They, if they, they consider they may well they're do. going to be picking late every I, year. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't see them being able to really, and I don't see them not in our draft. It depends no. how far certain players fall. Um, like my pick initially here was going to be Sam Cosme from Texas. 
there's Cosme, um, there's Dickerson. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were just go best players available, there's as you said, Morag. Yeah, just to get another player. Yeah, and like um, people say, don't don't always draft for for need as well. And there's something to be said for them taking another wide receiver at this point as well. And Terence Marshall Jr. is still sitting there staring me in the face. Elijah Moore could be. Like if you get someone like him, just run him out of the slot all the time. You have a lot of speed on the field at once. So like, I could see them them drafting a receiver like Elijah Moore or Terrence Marshall Jr. here. Sam Cosme would be a safe pick, and yeah, I, I'm just I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Cosme. I think, I think it, it makes get sense. Cosme, and then you wait for Schwartz to clear medicals and then re-sign him on a minimum. Then you've done pretty well. Yeah. So I, I could see Schwartz coming back to Casey. Is what I'm saying there. So I wouldn't be too worried about getting more than one tackle, mm-hmm. which okay. they, they do need, like, three tackles. Okay. And then um, with the final pick in the first round, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So do you want them to trade for uh, Julio Jones with this pick or something, or what are you going to do? No, I think we just um, we just go Morig here. They need a safety. Yeah. It shores up that defense. That defense is scary. So if you add, if you add Morig in, then... Um, yeah, I think, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, like the, like the Tampa Bay, they've brought back their entire Super Bowl winning roster. They don't really have any major holes or major flaws. So if you just go for the best player available there, and like safety is probably the closest thing they have to a need, apart from maybe on the defensive interior. And, you know, they're going to need a quarterback eventually. Um, yeah, they won't do that this year, though. No, no. If, if Brady falls off a cliff, they pick high. Yeah, no, I I see them um, maybe drafting a, a quarterback in the second or third. Uh, if you get someone like Kellen Mond to go in behind Tom Brady and learn there, or like Kyle Trask or something like that, then that could work out very very well for them. So that is that will do it for the first round of of the draft. And um, just going back through the picks with the first overall pick, we had the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, quarterback from Clemson. Uh, do we want to t- say what the draft grades are according to PFF here? No, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. I'll show it up later on, guys. But um, yep, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence uh, to the Jaguars, no surprises there. Zach Wilson to the Jets. Justin Fields to the 49ers. Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida to the Atlanta Falcons. Jamar Chase reunites with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Panay Sewell goes to the Miami Dolphins. The Denver Broncos trade up for Trey Lance, quarterback from North Dakota State. Uh, Jalen Waddell will find himself uh, being thrown to by Sam Darnold, probably, in Carolina. The Detroit Lions then take Denver's pick and turn that into Devonta Smith, wide receiver from Alabama, which I'm quite interested to see how that one pans out. I think it's a bust if he goes to Detroit. <laughs> well, that's something which has happened to many receivers in the past, but there's a couple of good ones there, namely oh. Calvin Johnson, but I think Devonta, Devonta Smith is the anti-Calvin <laughs> Johnson. Um, Patrick Sertan the second goes to Dallas. That's where I've seen him go a lot through the course of this draft. Uh, Quitty Pay, I put to uh, the New York Giants. Yeah, I could. I think you could flip that, these picks. Um, yeah, Parsons I, could go to the Giants. And yeah, I can go. To I kind of stuck with what I had there based on need, but Micah Parsons may well go to the Gi- Giants. Uh, it Apparently, would make a he's lot not of sense. Um, not being very coy about Parsons. Mm-hmm. Like Gettleman 
usually Lozen. says what he wants yeah. to his detriment. You know? Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. I mean, put it this way, nail it on Micah Parsons to the Giants because we messed it up. Micah Parsons... I love <laughs> this, though. We're going to get... I want to talk about oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Up. All right, then. We can go to that later on. Um, Micah Parsons goes to Philadelphia, the pick after Pay to the Giants. Uh, Rashawn Slater falls down to the Los Angeles Chargers to help protect Justin Herbert. Uh, Christian Darasaw goes off the board immediately afterwards to the Minnesota Vikings. Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama, uh, gets uh, to go to Chicago who trade up uh, for New England's pick there. Uh, Christian Barmore, defensive interior from Alabama, goes to Arizona. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, a bit of a reach for the for the Raiders, but he's just one of those guys that makes sense for them and them alone. Um, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota, goes to Miami. Uh, I like that one more than the uh, PFF draft does here, seemingly, for whatever reason. Uh, JOK goes to Washington, uh, linebacker from Notre Dame. Uh, the uh, the way this works again. Okay, so then the New England Patriots traded back again with the Green Bay Packers, who then finally give Aaron Rodgers a first-round wide receiver in the form of Rondale Moore, another one I really like there. Uh, Dylan Radunz goes to the Indianapolis Colts, immediately followed by Elijah Vera Tucker from USC to the Tennessee Titans. Caleb Farley, if he is healthy, that is going to be the steal of the draft. Uh, incredible athlete, goes to the New York Jets. Travis Etienne goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. If anyone's going to do it, I do believe you're right in saying it will be the Steelers. I also think that in, you know, September... In October, Etienne's one of these players everyone's going to be talking about. Mm. Um, he'll probably be the most talked about player outside of the quarterback. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, gonna it's, make, it's a running back, and if you've got successful, plays. if you've got wide receivers out there, they open up space in the backfield. But you know that the offensive line's a problem. The offensive line is a problem. Um, offensive line will hopefully not be a problem for the Jaguars anymore once they pick up Walker Little from Stanford. Uh, followed by Zaven Collins because you couldn't get JOK, sadly enough. But who knows, maybe they straight up. Um, Jason Oway then goes to the Baltimore Ravens. Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, goes to the New Orleans Saints. The uh, New England Patriots trade again with the San Francisco 49ers who pick up cornerback from South Carolina, J.C. Horn. Then cornerback Greg Newsom goes off the board to the Buffalo Bills. Sam Cosme, a tackle from Texas, goes to the Kansas City Chiefs before the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will round things out with Trevon Morig, safety from TCU. Nice. So, damn, son. Uh, do you want to talk about that, uh, that that grade that you saw there just now, or do you want to talk about that later on? you got a few, you got a few minutes, because we've been on this for a little while now. Yeah, um... So PFF for giving Mac Jones at fifteen to Chicago is an A plus grade, which I think. I think that that that's based gives you an idea. That's an algorithm thing, I think, yeah. um, and like you can see it working out. Like I can see it working out. I can see Mac Jones being uh, a star quarterback in this league I think potentially. Chicago's the kind of city where you just need to have your head on your shoulders and trust yourself. I think Mac Jones does have that. So mm. I think. If they're going to reach and take someone, mm-hmm. Mac Jones is probably actually would fit Chicago quite well. Yeah. 
Um, especially with the weapons that Chicago can put around them. Yeah, you know, it's with, it's um, not a bad team if they can get a, a quarterback in there. It's kind of kind of similar position to Denver, I, I would say. Although Denver probably, to my mind, in a, a better position despite being where they are. Yeah. Um, it's like I said to you a few weeks ago, if you were Denver mm-hmm. and Chicago were having a bad season again, how much would it take for you to give? How much would you give up if you got Trey mm-hmm. Lance and you already had your quarterback? Yeah. How much would you give up to get Khalil Mack? Yeah. With your with your head coach. Oh man, yeah. Like I think I should have. Like now, now that I think about it, I think Chicago do have a few problems along the line and stuff as well. So maybe Mac Jones does find it difficult, but. If if they get this, then they should go harder in free agency to protect him. Look out, look out. Um, so yeah, that was the uh, fourth and forever mock draft for round one of uh, the twenty twenty one NFL draft. Uh, we don't have the time to do anymore, uh, <laughs> nor the energy. I need a I need a whiskey, but uh, that was fun. Uh, I, I enjoyed that and um, we will upload this and then shortly thereafter we will upload the, um, the the draft board that we got back here onto the website so um, let's just take a little bit of time who knows this might be totally blown up by more trades before <laughs> things happen uh, probably just go on to the NFL and find out that they've just decided to completely rehash the entire draft for all we know but um, yeah uh, really looking forward to the draft I've taken the day off for it so I'll talk to my boss. <laughs> Excellent. I hear he's a bit of a dick, though. He's not going to let you <laughs> off with anything. No, sounds good, guys. All right, thanks again very much for joining us. And we'll see you again next time. See you, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>